welcome to another episode of Rock Talk on Drives. I'm your host, Jim Finiak. Hi, Jim. I'm your other host, Neil Corbett. Welcome, everyone. And today's topic is all about variable frequency drives and servo drives. Here at Rockwell Automation, we design and manufacture both varieties of drives, and both are used for motor control applications. As a result, there can be some confusion in separating these applications. So today we will discuss the differences between these drive technologies and how to decide when to use one over the other. Wow, Jim, that, that sounds like a very interesting conversation. It's exciting. So to answer these pressing questions and maybe even a few more, we have a couple of guests, Mike Harris from our drives team and Michelle Holt from our motion team. So uh, welcome to both of you. Oh, thanks, Neil. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Hey, Mike, uh, before we get started, could you tell us a little bit about your background? I would be glad to, Jim. I started my automation career working at an OEM that built mobile substations and motor control centers for the mining industry. I joined Rockwall Automation over 20 years ago as a field service engineer and worked with almost everything that Rockwell made at that time. After five years as an FSE, I decided to specialize in motion control and joined our Motion Technology Center team. A few years ago, I was given the opportunity to join the Power and Motion Commercial Engineering team, where I still get involved with motion from time to time, but primarily focus on drives and drive applications. Some great experience there, Mike. Well, hey, Michelle, tell us a little bit about your background as well. Sure. Thanks, Neil. So I've been with Rockwell Automation for 11 years now, since graduating with a mechanical engineering degree. So for most of that time, 10 years, I've supported motion control as a commercial engineer. A couple of my areas of specialized focus include high-performance motion system tuning and regenerative shared bus systems. Awesome. I think you both know a little bit about drives and motion, so let's get rocking here. Back to basics. What uh, What is the difference between a VFD and a servo drive? How about, Mike, you take a, a first pass at that? At a very high level, VFDs, or variable frequency drives, allow you to control the running speed of a motor. In a previous episode, you talked about motor starters and soft starts, which start and stop a motor, but ultimately run that motor at its synchronous speed. Typically, that is 1,800 or 3,600 RPM on a 60 hertz power system. A variable frequency drive lets the user control the speed of the motor and run it at nearly any speed from near zero to the synchronous speed and even beyond in some cases. Because of this, VFDs are often used in pump and fan applications or even conveyors that run at continuous speeds but not necessarily at the nameplate speed. They are not typically used in highly dynamic applications where the motor starts and stops frequently. That's where Michelle's servo drives come in. Exactly, Mike. So servo drives typically control permanent magnet or servo motors, which are built for highly dynamic applications. So starting and stopping all day long, for instance. And these motors include a feedback device that allows them to be used in positioning applications. 
So servo motors are often used for moving product around from point to precise point in assembly applications, applied to conveyors, or even robotics. Okay, so um, under what circumstances would we choose a, a VFD versus a servo drive? Well, once again, at a very high level, VFDs are great for speed or velocity control, and servo drives are used for positioning. But there is definitely some overlap in the capabilities of VFDs and servo drives these days. Agreed. Yeah, there sure is. It's, uh, as we like to say in the field, it's, it's, it's kind of gray. So you have to step through with the customer, the engineer, the design firm, exactly what makes the most sense based on any given application. What's really cool is uh, our technologies and our, uh, our capabilities make it you know, a fairly intuitive decision-making process. One, one of the applications that come to mind for, uh, to me is uh, uh, tissue converting and tissue converting, particularly you know, taking a jumbo roll and converting it in the other end, you end up with a tissue paper or toilet paper. And of course, we all know for a variety of reasons, TP is in, in high demand these days. So, you know, when you think there's a lot under the hood when you're when you're converting and taking a parent roll all the way through to a jumbo to a, a roll of toilet paper. And, and in between you have, you know, tension control, position, position control, roll speed coordination, slitters, cutters, highly coordinated system. But not all the axes, you know, are extremely demanding. So, you know, an engineer, a customer, an OEM has to weigh that. Uh, pros and cons, budget versus performance, et cetera. And uh, the systems I've been involved with working with a customer in our system solutions business have been a, a mix of Kinetics and PowerFlex 755. The really cool thing is from a customer perspective is, is it looks and feels the same, except for the visually the hardware. You're programming the same. It's Ethernet IP. You have, uh, you know, uh, all the drives, the amplifiers on SIP motion. So that's where the programming comes in. That's a Rockwell term for, uh, you know, consistent programming. Studio 5000 is used. You're using motion um, applications and, uh, and programming with uh, motion AOIs, et cetera. And all the amplifiers are on one, one wire, which also allows you to exploit uh, safety over Ethernet and, and other technologies. But but the cool thing is, as you step back, you can use either a 55 or a Kinetics. And if you haven't heard of PowerFlex 527, even that drive is uh, SIP motion capable. So it depends on the performance required. And even within an application, you can mix and match and have it on the same wire and same programming environment. Yeah, good good point there, Neil. And in my experience, you typically uh, can see these intermixed within a single application. And I, I agree. I think it it feels like there is a lot more um, leaning towards a servo when there's precision or that highly dynamic loads. Um, but in the material handling type of applications, and I'm thinking specifically in packaging type of applications where you have conveyors taking product from uh, machine to machine or station to station, and then the actual value add performance function uh, is performed with a servo drive. So the VFD is taking the material handling function just yep. to get the product from A to B. So that's uh, good Good examples there. So thanks. Uh, so Mike, uh, what about Allen Bradley variable frequency drives sets them apart uh, in the marketplace? Well, Jim, 
with our latest drives, that list is long. But for the sake of time, I will keep it to my top two personal favorites. The first is adaptive control, which is a suite of features that allows the drive to maintain stable operation as load conditions change. From changes in inertia to normal wear and tear of the mechanical components, the drive automatically adapts and eliminates the need to stop production to retune. The second is predictive maintenance. Unlike the purely time-based algorithms of the past, the drive utilizes other data like current and temperature to produce a more accurate prediction of a component's remaining life. This helps save our customers money by reducing unplanned downtime without unnecessarily replacing components that still have several hours of life left in them. Excellent. So, Michelle, as we pivot from uh, that topic to servo drives, what makes our servo solution, specifically Kinetics, unique versus alternate solutions? So I still hear a lot of folks avoiding servo drives and motion control systems because they're not familiar with them and have heard that they're complicated. That's Mm -hmm. really not the case anymore. So our Logix designer software is the only tool you need to configure, commission, and program your motion system. And tuning modern servo drives is a breeze with the drive's self-tuning capabilities. So as Mike described, the the drives adapt to the ever-changing load requirements in real time and effectively tune themselves during operation. So this allows you to focus on your intellectual property instead of spending time tweaking your motion system. So I would encourage folks to reach out to their Rock Automation representative and start the conversation to see if a modern VFD or servo drive can enhance their capabilities. It's all you, Jim. What do you think of that? Some good stuff. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, uh, Mike. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for your time today. Hopefully we were able to help demystify uh, the differences between these two motor control technologies of servo drives and variable frequency drives and where to use them in your applications. Uh, Please be sure to tune in next time for an episode on how we can package drives in a motor control center. Yeah, thanks, Jim. And thank you, Mike and Michelle, for for joining us today. Interesting topic. So see y'all listening uh, next time. 